0: salespeople I'm calling all salespeople get prepared for a slim bald headed brother with skills wearing a tailored suit polish shoes and gold watch last seen in Atlanta boarding a plane on his way to do another training sales pros tighten up here we are again sales pros back with another episode of the sales and simple podcast I hope your weekend was good I hope your month is starting off exactly as you want it, if not a little better. So today we're going to be talking about why sales is fun. And for most of us, there's different reasons why we like selling, why sales is fun to us. And there's there's times when it's not so fun. But I want to talk about what makes sales fun and what most of us realize is the fun part of selling. And plain and simple, why sales is fun is that adrenaline rush you get from the yes, I don't know too many people who get excited about a lot of people saying no, even when they know the math and it's a numbers game and they say, okay, well, I've talked to three people, the next person has to say yes, mathematically, statistically, whatever the case is. I don't know a lot of people who get excited about the long hours. I don't know a lot of people who get excited about the rejection. But for all of us, just about all of us, the excitement comes when somebody says yes. And as you know by now, a lot of the topics of The podcast episodes come from what happened in my life the week prior, dealing with trainees, personal experiences with my clients. And so today I want to share with you kind of where this came from. As I was training um, somebody last week, we had a couple sessions where we were out in the field and we were just kind of the two of us out there, you know, going through his process and figuring out some opportunities to get better. We went out for two days last week, and the first day, I kind of shadowed him, watched what he did, listened to what he said, how he interacted with the client, and made some suggestions. Let him know some of the things that he could have done differently, some of the things he did well, some of the opportunities he had for increased sales, increased closing ratios, things like that. And so a couple days later, we went back out into the field again. The first thing he did was he talked about how he took what I talked about two days ago He went out that morning and actually closed the deal based specifically off of what I had told him. So I wanna look at that from two different aspects. First of all, he was excited, obviously. The customer said yes, what we talked about worked. He was able to apply it directly right then within 48 hours and get a sale. Pretty significant sale at that. And then I also got excitement from selling him on how to sell. And seeing the light light bulb go off, seeing his eyes light up, hearing his voice inflection, watching his body language, and seeing him really get excited about the fact that he had closed a deal and that it was directly attributed to what we had talked about. So that adrenaline rush that we get from the yes, we all enjoy it. And we spent, I think, probably two hours that day together. We spent a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes off and on throughout the day talking about that sale. So obviously he was definitely excited about it. He had a whole different level of confidence and enthusiasm as we were going on our next sales call. He did an excellent job at that sales call. And at the end of the day, looks like we're going to get a yes from that one. It's probably about a seventy-five percent chance that that customer is going to say yes because of the nature of the business that he's in. They can't say yes right then. They have to go through some um, things with the neighborhood and get some. Um, Invoices signed off on before they actually get a yes, but it looks like there's about a 75% chance that he's going to get that one as well So I want to talk about a couple things first of all The excitement level that he had the excitement level that I had the excitement level that we had together sharing that He was able to get that yes And we could both see how the customer was going to benefit from what it was he was selling so the one thing that I want you to first of all think about when you are making sales fun and realizing why sales is fun is celebrate those yeses, celebrate the wins. First of all, celebrate it within yourself. We spend a disproportionate amount of time leading up to when the customer says yes and whatever that is in your industry, it could be two days, it could be two hours, it could be two weeks, it could be two years that you spend cultivating the lead and trying to get the customer through the process in order for them to say yes, And when they say yes, a lot of times we don't celebrate in a proportionate amount of time. Now, I'm not saying if it took you two years to cultivate a lead and get them to say yes, that you're going to celebrate for the next two years. But what I am saying is don't just, you know, pat yourself on the back for five seconds and say, oh, man, I did a great job and keep moving. Celebrate that win. Because, as you know, when you get to that next client, you've got another disproportionate amount of time. Get ready to get set up where you are going through that entire process up, leading up to that customer saying yes. So, pat yourself on the back a little bit, celebrate the wins. Managers out there, if you have a team of salespeople, you have a team of people who are responsible for sales, take the time to celebrate that win. High five them, give them a pat on the back, make an announcement at your morning meetings, whatever you need to do. Don't just say, okay, well, that's the job and that's what we're supposed to be doing. Because more often than not, the customer's saying no. And we know that, all right? And we spend a good amount of time when a customer says no and the salesperson doesn't get that sale, we talk to them about what they could have done differently, what they did wrong, what they said, what the customer said, what happened with the objections, how they overcame them or didn't overcome them. But we don't spend a good amount of time celebrating when that customer says yes. I'm talking about high-fiving. I'm talking about taking them out when they have a real good deal. You know, going out to lunch together one-on-one or taking a team out when you've had a real good quarter or a month or a year, whatever the case is. And then you internally as a salesperson need to celebrate that win. Celebrate it with your teammates. Celebrate it with your family. Celebrate it with yourself, okay? Depending on what you sell and what the commission structure is like, You may want to reward yourself with some kind of watch or new car or that down payment on the house or whatever it is that gets you excited. Maybe just going out to a nice restaurant, getting a nice cigar, whatever it is that gets you excited. You may want to say, you know what? I worked hard and I deserve to reward myself and celebrate that. Yes. So take the time to celebrate that. Yes. That what that's what helps to make sales fun. Don't just lean on all the negative parts, all the times that we have to spend, you know, that 80, 90 percent of the sales transaction that we have to spend overcoming objections and trying to figure out how to get them on the perfect offer and asking the right questions, reading body language, all that stuff. Understand that all of that worked when the customer says, yes, you did a good job, you represented yourself well, you were able to show value to the client. So they said yes. So celebrate that. Okay. The next thing that I want you to focus on and how to make sales continue to be fun is to study. All right. Now, of course, that doesn't sound like fun when people say, oh, man, I got to study. What I mean by studying is first and foremost, something like this podcast is studying. You're not necessarily sitting down with a pen and paper. If you are, then that might be your learning style. But you may be using this while you're commuting back and forth to work at lunchtime you know, on your day off when you have 10, 20 minutes or so. But something like this is studying. All right. And what that does is it makes it fun because any objections that come up, any issues that you come up, when you have the answer to that question, and you know, that challenge is coming and you know how to address it. It's a lot more fun. Right. If somebody says something, and you don't know how to handle it. or If they give you an objection, you don't know how to overcome it or they give you some kind of situation or stall and you're not prepared for it, it's not fun, right? So on the flip side, when you're ready, it's fun. So make sure that you study, all right? Not just this podcast, you listen to videos, you listen to other podcasts, all right? You watch YouTube videos, role play with your colleagues, whatever it is that makes it easier for you to retain information, do that, okay? The next thing I want you to study is study yourself, okay? After the interaction is done, Study what you did right and start with that. Study all the things and and talk to yourself, talk to your manager, role play with a colleague, whatever the case is and say, okay, what did I do right? That was good, that part was good, that part was good. And then likewise, talk about the things that you could have improved on, whether you got the sale or not, whether they said yes or not. Make sure that you internalize what happened during that transaction and what you could have done better at. Maybe you got the yes, but you could have got them to pay you more money. Maybe you got the yes, but it took a little longer than you wanted. Maybe you didn't get the yes, and you know exactly why, or you don't know why, and now's the time to figure it out, because in between talking to a client is when it's practice time. When you're talking to the client, you're actually in front of them face-to-face, or on the phone, or conversating with them via email, or instant message, or however you communicate. It's game time at that point, all right? So now, that's not the time to assess what's going on, and how things are working between you and the client. So after every interaction, assess yourself, study, figure out what you did right, what you did wrong. And that's exactly what we did when I was training that client last week. Right after the situation was done, we spent probably half hour to an hour really dissecting the entire transaction. We were with the client for about an hour and we spent the same amount of time or maybe just a little bit less dissecting what happened, what was good, what was bad what was opportunities, what he could have done better, what he did great. You do the same thing. So first of all, study. Second of all, study yourself. Third thing I want you to do is study your surroundings. Okay. Now, this is one where it really leans heavily towards the beginning part of the sales approach where you are setting yourself apart as well as asking the right questions. Okay. So you're looking for any kind of context clues, And if you're at the customer's place of business or their residence, if you're an outside sales rep, then you're looking for things that may be in their atmosphere that you can capitalize on to be able to build rapport, have a conversation. Maybe there's a sports team sticker on their car. Maybe they have some kind of signage in their yard. Maybe there's a T-shirt that they're wearing, something that you can use to connect with them. You need to really be spanning that and looking at your surroundings constantly. All right. They are changing. Maybe they have pets. Maybe they have signs that say no smoking. I mean, anything that you can use to start building a relationship and having a conversation with the customer. Make sure that you are constantly studying your surroundings. That's probably one of the biggest things and biggest success rates that you can have as a salesperson and how you make it fun, because then it becomes personable you get a chance to talk to them about their sports team, their hometown, their kids. You start building some relationships with them, the rapport gets stronger, and as you know, the more time you spend talking about things that have nothing to do with your offering, the easier it is for them to connect with you, feel comfortable with you, pay you, and see the value in you, your company, and your offering. Okay, So study your surroundings. And then the last thing I want you to make sure that you study to help make sales fun and keep sales fun is to study the customer, okay? Study everything about them. It's like we talked about a second ago, studying the surroundings. You need to do the same thing with the customer. Now, if you have an opportunity to really study the customer specifically before you get in front of them, okay, whether they're coming to you or you're going to them, if there's any way that you can study them before you get a chance to talk to them Face to face, now's the time to do it. And what I mean by study them is let's say they send some kind of uh, internet inquiry to you. The first and foremost thing that I would recommend you do is look at their email address. I mean, if it says something like Georgia Bulldog Fan at yahoo.com, hey, take that constant t- context clue and realize they're probably a Georgia fan, okay? Little things like that. If you have not been able to gather anything from an email address, for instance, check social media okay you don't have to be friends or following or like somebody on different social media platforms in some cases to look at their profile all right check all the different social media platforms facebook twitter snapchat youtube whatever you want to check linkedin check them all and see what kind of information you can gather about the customer maybe you can figure out what some of their hobbies are their hometown Maybe you can see what their family life is like. Anything that you can use in order to build a relationship, because sometimes you only have five, six, ten seconds to start that relationship. And if you can start the conversation with something that you found on their social media accounts, then you're just a step ahead and you have a better opportunity for them to say yes. And of course, the yes makes sales fun. Okay. something else that you want to study when you physically get in front of the customer is study the client themselves, study their body language, all right, study their voice inflections. You know, if you're doing a lot of talking and you start seeing them mentally checking out, maybe they're zoning out, maybe their body language is shifting, you need to be able to pay attention to that. Make sure that you shift gears, change your tone, talk faster, talk slower, talk louder, speak lower, whatever the case is, but be aware of what the customer is telling you when they're not speaking, all right? So just want to give you guys some quick tips today, as always, on something that you can use right now. There may be one or two things that you pull from this episode. You say, "Okay, bam, I can go do that right now. Or if you need to listen to it again, again, real short, less than 20 minutes, you can get some information and rock and roll. So just a quick recap. Why sales is fun is when somebody says yes. So we really need to focus on all the things we need to do in the beginning to get the customer to say yes, all right? Make sure that you're celebrating the wins. Take some time to really congratulate yourself, congratulate your team, congratulate your colleagues, coworkers when that customer says yes, especially if you know it's been a battle to get the customer to say yes. And then the final piece of it is make sure you study. Study with some kind of um, podcast, books, videos, role plays, you know, use some resources to study study yourself after every single interaction study your surroundings and then make sure you study the customer so you continue to do those things sales will continue to be fun and one of the reasons why sales is fun when people say yes is because then we get paid and we can do the things with the money that we want to do with so thank you again guys for another 15 20 minutes of listening to me this tuesday morning i enjoy giving you these nuggets every single week love hearing the success stories of how things have played out for you in your businesses in your sales career so continue to do what you need to do to make sure that you are keeping sales fun for you and your team i'll cut it short today with that being said you know always to remember the best way to get what you want is by giving others what they want